0: I am Floyd Johnson, and with me is my good friend Sydney. And welcome to the podcast dedicated to everything that has to do with elite, all, all elite wrestling. Welcome to All Things Elite, episode fourteen. How you doing today, Sydney?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, had a Had a pretty early morning because of that uh, flash sale that happened today, but I'm doing good other than that.
0: (laughs) Yes, so for those who missed it, try not to be too jealous. Uh, Starcast put out uh, a a flash sale today from noon Eastern to 1 p.m., and you got 50% off like 38 of the meet and greets. So if you had some meet and greets that you weren't able to get, you were able to jump in there early. So I was able to get uh, a couple GA passes to the Double or Nothing after party. I was; uh, they were fifty percent off, and I got Booker T fifty percent off, and a couple other wrestlers that I had already planned on buying, but I got them for half price. So that was a good time. Yeah, right.
1: I didn't get any, but <laughs>
0: you had other stuff that you bought previously. And yes. uh you were looking for some specific things to go to 50% off. They did not, which, you know, that happens. So, mm-hmm. uh you know, it's going to be in Vegas. Uh we both got platinum bracelets. So Yippers. We have we kind of pre-play. We kind of prepaid for a lot of things already. So there's going to be a lot of events. Uh our good friend Sydney here is going to be have a media pass. So she's going to <laughs> get a lot more access through it. You excited yeah. about that?
1: Uh, very excited. I just want to make sure I don't mess it up uh, for everyone else because I don't really. We've never done this before. I was very surprised that we were uh, allowed, accepted to be able to do it. Um, but I'm very excited for it. I'm hoping I can be as professional as possible and not. Fan out, which I think I can, but we'll see.
0: And it's a media pass through uh, your brother's podcast that you help on out with. What's that podcast yeah. called?
1: It's called uh, Pinned a Pro Wrestling Podcast.
0: So you can, uh, that's Pinned a Pro Wrestling Podcast. It's going, it's on, uh, you can follow him on Twitter and you can listen to them on all your major uh, podcast uh, apps. So uh, a new
1: episode actually just dropped today.
0: New episode dropped today. So, definitely listen to it. I've listened to a couple episodes. I find Austin very passionate. And he gets a little angry. And I like it. <laughs> it is definitely... You, you know, it's kind of funny. I am a very positive person. Very positive person. Uh So, when I listen to podcasts, I generally like a different voice than mine. So... Mm-hmm. Austin, at times, he's very fair, but at times, he definitely gives a different voice. <laughs> so, no. But, uh, yeah, definitely check out it. It's uh, a pinned, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, you guessed on there sometimes, correct?
1: Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I'm more of the person behind the scenes for the place, but um, I I've, I have been on probably around five or six episodes.
0: All right, yeah, and that's 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 cool. I mean, that's when you talk to me, you like you sometimes help your brother. I was like, well, won't you jump on my podcast with me? Because we definitely enjoy having guests on. Last week we had on Amy Euler. She'll be on every every other week. We had a really good time. Definite positive vibe. One of the few people that can match my positivity and energy. Actually, I think she might have me beat. I was a little tired after last week's episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, dude, yeah, it's like, hey, like, people don't generally talk as much as I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, to, before we start the show, I'd just like to let you know, uh, and remind you that this episode of All Things Elite is brought to you by Power Slam TV. Power Team Slam TV is where you can get access to over 4,000 hours of content for over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries around the globe under your laptop or mobile devices. If you use the code Social Suplex, you get the first month free at sign up. So definitely check out Power Slam TV. Speaking of TV, our big news of the week. We got a couple things. Uh, First of all, we got uh, a UK Double or Nothing deal came out, uh, was announced this week. Uh, Double or Nothing will be on, what's it called, ITV? ITV. Yes, I'm going to let you tell everyone, what are they going to be able to find out about this? What are (laughs) they going to be able to do?
1: So, uh, basically... um it was announced that the company ITV will be uh, broadcasting double or nothing for people in the UK, uh, which would start at 1 a.m. local time on Saturday, uh, which technically would be Sunday for them, but of course it's Saturday for everyone else. And there's also going to be an hour-long pre-show called The Buy-In that's going to be aired free on ITV4, which I believe is a common UK... uh, UK uh, channel which this is amazing news for the people in the UK because first of all pretty much from what I've heard almost everyone has ITV uh, and it's only like 15 pounds to buy the pay-per-view which is a steal of a deal and then obviously it uh, it's mentioned what's going to be on the pre-show which is the Casino Battle Royal as well as a singles match between Kip Sabian and Sammy Gravera, which that should be a fun match. And the winner of the Casino Battle Royal is going to receive a future title shot against the first AEW World Champion. The thing I found very interesting is they did not say which match is for the AEW World Championship. I assume it's Pac versus Hangman, but a lot of people are saying it could be Kenny versus uh, Kenny versus Jericho. It could be Cody versus Dustin. It really. It really could be anything. So, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) I am
0: very intrigued about how they're going to crown their first champion. Uh, They are saying they've been very clear that they want to take some of the old rules of professional wrestling and turn them on their head. Because a common way to crown your first champion is a tournament. It doesn't seem like they're going that way. So, it just seems like one of their matches is for the title. The only match that has brought up having a champion is the Pac and uh, Hangman match, because Pac is currently the Dragon Gate champion. And um, Hangman, of course, talks about dreaming of being the champion, and basically, from everything they're talking about, that, you know, they have their established stars, but Hangman's the up-and-coming star that they're kind of building the company around. So, it makes sense if they would be the title match. But, with me, I was just thinking, if you're going to have a first champion, you would probably want it to be Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But, it's very possible they could go a different way and try to do something different by having not a huge name be the champion, I'm not exactly sure, but that's yeah.
0: just my idea. I mean, it would be different because Chris Jericho draws, whether he has a belt or not, he doesn't need yeah. a belt to draw Kenny Omega with the hardcore wrestling audience. He draws, he doesn't need a belt hangman and Pac. I mean, hangman is a little less known to definitely. It's definitely less known to the casual wrestling audience. Sorry. I coughed. Uh, a little uh less known, but Pac, you know wwe fans know him as neville allergies i was i hadn't coughed the whole time before we started the show and <laughs> now it's like uh, as soon as i start talking it's like oh my god um <laughs> uh, yeah but uh so it would de- help hangman to be the champion of this new company to get more eyes on him because he's very talented and my my beautiful fiance just handed me a water so I don't die. I love her. <laughs> uh, no, um, so it would be great to have Hangman uh, as uh, as your champion to get more eyes on him because he's a person that he's fresh when it comes to the eyes of casual wrestling fans. He's going to be very fresh. I could say the name Hangman Page to any of my wrestling friends that watch WWE they really wouldn't know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah absolutely, including, including my fiance who has no idea. I literally have a hangman paid shirt that I have worn around her and she still doesn't know who he is. <laughs> so, there you go. But uh the ITV th- uh ITV box office is very exciting news I heard. I heard that it was uh negotiated by Mr. Khan himself. Who, uh, spends a lot of time in the UK because he works for a football team there. A football club. They own a football club there. Uh, so I'm very, yeah, like I said, it was a very big deal to, you know, they are definitely going to have, uh, you know, a UK presence on. Uh, we got a few signings. We got a signing to announce earlier, later. And, you know, it's definitely that, uh, you're going to have a UK presence on there. So, uh, that is good. I mean, Kip Sabian's from the UK.
1: Yeah, and so, so. is uh, so is Jimmy Havoc.
0: There you go, and Jimmy Havoc. It's like, they're definitely going to have a UK presence on the show. So that first hour being available for free, maybe getting people, you know, give them a little taste. And, you know, your next taste, you got to pay for. So I'm uh, very, <laughs> very, very excited about buy-in. Of course, we will be in the building for that. And so that will be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. It's like everything they announce, I'm like, okay, now I'm even more excited than I was before. (laughs) And then the other big news, and this is uh, presented on a lot of different sites. I am going to tell you, I generally go to the observer for my news So I'm not saying Observer was the only people to uh, get this, but this is where I got the article. Uh, It looks like next Wednesday at the TNT Upfronts at Madison Square Garden, they will be announcing the AEW TV deal. How exciting is that?
1: Very, very hyped. Uh, For a very long time, I had people telling me, oh come on it's it's aew it's a new wrestling thing there's no way they're gonna get a big name like I actually had my dad was telling me he swore it was gonna be on true TV and a lot of people thought that it was gonna be on channels like that that are kind of like mid-tier some people thought maybe WGN America again since that had the all-in pre-show but I w- I really had faith in them and I was like I- They'll, i f- I have a feeling they're gonna get on a warner Warner network, and looks like I'm the one who was right in the end so ha ha
0: <laughs> our faith in a e w has not been misplaced and for all of us all the super passionate a e w fans marks or whatever you want to call us, it seems like every shot they call they deliver on you absolutely know, they i mean they say. We're going to have different partners. We're going to present a different product. We're going to have TV. And it's just like everything they say they deliver on. So it's it's got to be to a point where the doubters are going to stop having things to doubt. And this TV deal, TNT, uh, TNT, I mean, WCW, you know, for a long time, you know, Nitro was ex- exclusively on TNT. Big fan of it. Homage to the you know, homage to WCW and I I know it's a it's a deal. Apparently financial uh financial aspects won't be announced because AEW is not a publicly traded company. But you know in the wrestling world, if more than one person knows it, it's not a secret. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's the way it is. The numbers are gonna come out. And then you're going to get some numbers that are ridiculously high. You're going to get some numbers that are ridiculously low. It'll probably be somewhere in the middle, but they probably won't confirm it unless it causes some kind of backlash, which it doesn't. I mean, it won't. I mean, AEW, you look at it, they've sold out one show. I think fighter I think uh uh I think uh, the fight for the fall is like 80% sold out. And yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, so it's just like they're they're killing it. So I don't think you know whether they get a big money for a TV deal will affect anyone <coughs> other than you know Mr. Khan. You know, hopefully he gets what he can. And uh, I even heard someone I had reported thought that they were going to be just completely streaming, like they were going to be on Bleacher Reports uh, streaming site, which you know wouldn't have been bad for me because. You know, BTE and Road to Double or Nothing are, you know, they're streamed. So there wouldn't be a a problem that way. But I was just like, I just think Tony Khan is savvy enough to make a bigger deal than that, to make this a big deal. And being on TV, TNT is a big deal. Of course, rumors are it's going to be on Tuesday night. They own the trademark to Tuesday Night Dynamite. What do you think of that name?
1: I think um, I think it's an interesting name. Uh, I at first I was like, oh, that's kind of basic, but it's kind of grown on me. But honestly, if I'm thinking about it, like when they're starting, they're planning on starting in the fall, and that's around the same time that WWE is moving SmackDown over to Fox for Fridays. So my my thought would be either yes, take that spot, or wait an extra day and then do Wednesdays because that's right in between other wrestling days and NBA stuff, because that's another thing is TNT airs NBA stuff. So they have to find a time when NBA isn't going to be on all the time. And honestly, I feel like I Tuesday or Wednesday would work best and I'd be down to watch any of those days.
0: I can honestly say, I think Wednesday would be the best I don't, like, I don't, like, I'm a big TV watcher. I watch, like, 30 different original shows across all the networks. Wednesday's my night that I don't watch a lot. There's nothing Mm -hmm. really on Wednesdays. So I think if they did Wednesdays, they would own it. Uh, Absolutely. As opposed to Tuesdays, everyone, you know, and I'm like, I'm talking about the hardcore wrestling audience. I'm not talking about the casual fans. They'll be like, okay, they're just trying to take the fans that are watching, that were watching the WWE. And if you look at the numbers, not a lot of people are watching the WWE. So they kind of <laughs> want more than those fans. They want to they want a bigger number than that. So, uh, just want, I'm just thinking, just thinking out loud that Wednesdays, you know, there's, I don't feel like there's ever been a major wrestling program on Wednesday nights. They would own that night. It would be AEW's night.
1: Well, technically, NXT is on Wednesday nights, but that's on the WWE Network. So I don't think that counts.
0: (coughs) Absolutely. You are correct there. Um, NXT does come on Wednesday nights. But again, it's one of those things. It's pre-recorded. They just it shows up at seven on Wednesday nights. It's like to be on the live network or TNT cable television Wednesday nights. You would definitely like for me and my people, they would get the priority because they're live. You would turn it on to watch the show, and then you're like, okay, I'll watch NXT later. Like I didn't yeah. watch NXT until yesterday, just because. I had other I was watching Lucifer on Netflix. So yeah. Ah, yeah. I gotcha. and so I didn't even watch NXT cuz I just was watching something else. But if you you live programming, you take you definitely take precedent in my life. It's just like Yeah. I'm going to watch this because if I don't watch it live, we're going to get spoiled. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's just that that little extra sense of urgency helps all the wrestling. Uh, I hope the T. I hope this TNT deal is very favorable. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing what how they present. That's that's the big thing I'm excited for. Is I went of course went to all in, and it was great and it was fun, but it was kind of like an all star show. Uh, with Double or nothing. I think we're gonna get an idea of what AEW wrestling is going to be how they're going to present themselves. And I ex- totally agree. And I'm excited to see it. Like if they, if there's like any spoilers or like, Oh man, look at the, how the stage is set up. I'm not going to even look. I want to experience it. You know, first time kind of thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like when we walked into the arena to watch uh, all in, I had not seen anything about that stage. And when I saw it, I was like, Holy crap. This is incredible. I am so glad I didn't see any of this online because when it comes to like WrestleMania and stuff like that, you kind of can't help. But to see the stage before you get in because they do that stupid thing where they do like the whole we're going to reveal the stage an hour uh, a few hours before the show and it's like really don't don't do that. But I mean, it's just what they do, but like when it when it comes to like independent shows, I normally don't try to look at what the stage looks like like when I When I went to G1 Supercard in New York, I didn't know what the stage was going to look like before I walked in there. And, oh, my God, it was absolutely gorgeous. And it just, it it affected me so much more than just being like, yeah, I know what the stage is going to look like. Let's just wait for the show. I like having that experience when you walk in and you realize, oh, my God, this is incredible. Or, oh, my God, this is such a cool idea. I didn't think they'd do this. Pretty much, experience ideas like that just thinking about like experiences like that
0: yeah the audible gasp when i saw sure. how how good all in was set up how well that stage was set up and i pulled out my camera and immediately started taking pictures and i you know i love that feeling i i did it at a g1 supercar it's like i didn't even wait till i got to round in my seat i just went to the first curtain thing where I could see the stage and it's just that excitement that was built up from there. That is like the first thing that you get at like live wrestling shows, especially at first time shows. So I I don't like like I said I wouldn't want that to take that away from anyone. Like I said, I know or I mean, I know there are a lot of people that read every spoiler of I don't think it takes away from their experience, I'm just saying it is always fun to me to experience something for the first time as it's happening, not mm-hmm. no no setup or anything like that. So uh, yeah, so those are yo know, those were the big big news, uh big news of the week. Uh, TV 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 was the uh, news of the week. Uh, I have a friend that is especially an AEW hater. And and he's still my friend. I know, I know. I, I should probably disown him, but he really, <laughs> really hates AEW. And he's finding it. I mean, he's nitpicking now. He's nitpicking because he really has nothing. It, there's nothing. It's like, oh, it's a t-shirt company. And it's like, oh, they have a sold-out show. Well, they don't have TV. Well, they're announcing TV on a major cable network Wednesday. Uh, you know, come on. It's like you have nothing. You know, like there's nothing there. It's like oh. well, they're bad for the Indies. I'm like, dude, you're reaching. You're reaching. <laughs> you're you're reaching. And like uh, you're reaching. That's like saying pro football is bad for college football. Having more pro football leagues is bad for college. I'm like, Are are you serious? No, you're reaching. You're reaching, bro. <laughs> no, uh, but uh first. We like to do these in order, so it it was a little weird. So we're gonna do a little production on uh on the call. Technically, being the elite came out before rode the double or nothing. Yes. So chronologically, we should probably do being the elite first, right?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay, because I, I have rode. If you see the sheet, I have rode the double or nothing recap. And I was just like, well, no, that doesn't really work that way because they were, <laughs> so we're reversing those. So on this week on BTE, it was a packed show and I actually, I audibly laughed a lot at this show. What did you think of this week's BTE?
1: I thought it was, I thought it was very good. I also audibly laughed at a lot of it. I actually watched it twice because I watched it once by myself and then Uh, When my brother Austin got home, we watched it together and I was just laughing again and just like, I love how it's all coming together. Like, I mean, we're two weeks away. So like the fact that we're finally getting like more information and more stuff is getting confirmed and all this stuff and more appearances and just like their last few appearances at indie shows. And it's just, it's really cool to realize holy crap, it's almost here.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, in seriously 13 days, because I show up on Thursday, I will be in Las Vegas, you know. And when are, are you coming in Thursday or Friday?
1: I'm coming in Thursday. You coming
0: in Thursday? Just like, so yep. 13 days, we'll be hanging out. We'll be, we'll, yeah, we'll be hanging out. We'll be standing in lines. We'll be standing in lines. <laughs> will be uh uh will be uh going to the uh the party with Frankie K and you know to that jam session I'll be meeting Cody again and it's just going <laughs> to be so fun. I'm just looking forward to all Same. of it. All of it I'm looking forward to hanging out with you, Tiffany, and it'll just be a grand time. So looking forward to that coming up. So we open up with Seriously, I started laughing immediately. Michael Nakazawa pouring baby oil on himself, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" That was my first thought. <laughs> uh, so that was my like immediate first thought is what What is going on with uh Michael Nakazawa? You might have just heard Kurt Cody's uh, theme. That was the ringer to my phone as I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to press mute before I started the call. On me. Bad podcasting right there. But uh, (laughs) Michael Nakazawa pouring baby oil on his cell. And he looks, kind of looks and said, hey, Matt, you want to oil my back? And I'm like, dude. So Matt's laying down with his hands reaching out like he was grabbing the oil to rub his back and he shakes out of his nightmare, and he does it the only way he knows how. And he says, Michael Nakazawa. There's such hate and how he says that name. It's amazing. <laughs> so uh, we get that, and we uh, go to another scene where Cody is reading his book. I'm looking forward to it. I bought the book as part of his book signing. And Penelope is sitting on the floor. He's reading to her like she's a kid, and she says, "You know I'm adult, right?" And then she asks where Brandy is. Now, I don't know about you, and I'm not gonna stop and talk about every segment, but I found Penelope's act- acting in this episode to be really good. I mean, oh for sure. I think she, like, really stuck out as really being good. And I'm looking, like, on the skits and stuff, it's like when she's with someone else, it's like she's buying in. And, I mean, I don't know if it's just that's her personality, is just being a badass is her personality. But she comes off as a badass in, like, everything she says.
1: I think that's absolutely her personality. She's definitely the type of person who... Who uh, who kind of asserts herself and uh, gives 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 it her all for her moments in the spotlight, S- just to make sure. Like, listen, like, listen, pay attention to me. Like, y- you will you will not regret actually being invested.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. And like, I just thought she was just like, just kick ass. Like, just in that short segment, it was just like, girl. And you know, was like, you know, don't treat me like a kid, kind of thing. And then, uh, so we go to Joey, who's on the search for the blonde girl, which is Candace LeRae. Candace LeRae, in uh, when she was wrestling in Indies, used to hail for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. So Joey goes to Disneyland and looks for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride to see if Candace is there. Uh, he couldn't find her, and Eeyore was sad because no one asked him where Candace is. Poor that you.
1: killed me. Yes. That absolutely killed me.
0: <laughs> yes. And I was like, that was like, where did that come from? That was just like amazing detail added that actually made me laugh, especially because I didn't really hear it the first time I watched the show. I saw it on the second viewing. And I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Because most of the time when I first watched the show, I'm at work. So, I'm distracted watching. I always watch it the Mm. second time with nothing else going on. Uh, So, I thought that was funny. Joey continues his search. I wonder how they're going to pay that off. Because, you know, Candice is in the WWE. So, I'm doubting she's going to show up at Double or Nothing.
1: Well, I honestly honestly don't think Joey's going to show up at Double or Nothing either. Because I recently found out he's actually booked for... Uh, May twenty fifth for a show for Absolute Intense Wrestling, I believe, uh, which he is facing. I don't know. I don't remember who he's facing, but it's in Columbus, Ohio. So I have, and it starts at six thirty. So I have no clue how he would be able to get there.
0: So time. they are not going to pay this off with double or nothing. They haven't said it. They haven't even. They haven't even you know alluded to that. That was just. Me kind of like everything's going to Dover or nothing. But, you know, they're already building stuff to Fighter Fest and they're already building the fighter for the fallen. So it could pay off anywhere. It could even just pay off on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandy is pull side with Penelope uh, Ford and Britt Baker. Uh, Penelope says, let's get shots. Brandy tells Britt that that she's her pick. Uh, You know, she's, you know, the other two aren't any competition. So it looks like Brandy's trying to curry favor with Britt Baker, and Britt seems pretty happy with it. Uh, Sammy G is in Pakistan in the next segment. He's getting, uh, being nice, and he's doing flips, and he's like just telling everybody how good uh, it is to be in Pakistan. He goes off, and then uh, one of the guys says he thinks Sammy's a dick. And Matt, and Matt says, poor Sammy G, because no matter how nice he is, everyone thinks he's a dick. Now, I I love this, because if you've seen Sammy G at indie shows, he is a very cocky asshole heel. So, really? Yeah. So, I, I saw him at NWA 70. He's kind of a cocky um. asshole heel. So, uh, that's the only time I've seen him. That's the only time I've seen him wrestle. He was freaking amazing. So when they announced that they were signing him, I, I I was like over the moon. I just thought, I thought he was really talented. And so uh, we will see which way they go with this. I, lo- I love it because, you know, there are people like that, you know, they're so nice that people hate them. And, you know, especially with him, because he's nice, right? He's super athletic. He's good looking. Yeah, he's kind of a dude I would hate in real life. <laughs> like, you just got too much going for you. I hate you. So, yeah. no. <laughs> no, and then, uh, so we get back to the poolside, and Randy's talking to Penelope and Brett again, and ask if either could do a shooting star press. I found that to be a weird question. <laughs> like, like, uh... Cause I know Penelope can do the backflip stunner. I've seen that mm-hmm. that many times, so she's super athletic. But shooting star press, I don't, I don't know. And you, you tell me if you, you've had a different experience. I don't know if I've ever seen a woman do a shooting star press.
1: I don't think I have, and I think that was the point. I think she was trying to find a woman who could do it for the show.
0: That is crazy. I, like I said, I've just never seen it. And then she's hating on Allie because she has a problem with Allie. And she's like, well, Allie definitely can't do a shooting star press, which you know, again, no one can. And Penelope was like, and then Britt was like, I kind of like Allie. And Penelope was like, what the fuck is Demon Bunny? And then they kind of and then we find out there is no alcohol in the shop because Brandy is on a fucking diet.
1: <laughs>
0: which is f- hilarious hilarious hilarious
1: absolutely
0: yeah because you kind of see the nice and then the angry brandy like she's definitely the duality right there and uh kenny shows cody on woman wrestling and they agree she is all the all elite so i was listening to another show and they said her name do you do you know her name
1: i don't know her name
0: yeah because i have it here written But I don't know if that's what they said. So (laughs) I don't want to. I don't like I'm going to say her name is Rio. And if that's wrong, I'm sorry. Please tweet tweet us with the right answer if you know it. But I believe they said it was Rio and that uh, she's all elite and she used to wrestle with Kenny. Like we saw them on like it just looked like a mat on a gym floor wrestling yeah she did a single leg crab but then she did a full bridge into the move so she sold me right there <laughs> i had never seen anything i'd never seen that before in my life and i was just like that's awesome yeah you're all elite that moves all elite because you could give me a million dollars and uh, unlimited chances and i couldn't pull that off so i thought that was <laughs> impressive I just I just absolutely really, I just really thought that was impressive I'm like yep yeah, she looks elite to me so uh For sure. yeah so they they seem really happy and uh Kenny said he's going to make the call uh Kenny says he's going to make the call so looks like we got another member of the all elite crew uh so we show hangman who's on a run did you know something interesting about him on this run
1: I noticed when he when he finished it, he looked at his arm and said 17 miles. It was his bare arm. There was nothing on his wrist.
0: <laughs> see, you noticed that. First thing I noticed is he was also doing the run in cowboy boots.
1: I didn't see that.
0: Like, uh, bro. <laughs> Tennis
1: shoes, bro. Come yeah, on. <laughs>
0: come on, dude. You'll jack up your feet that way. He gets a message for the from the bastard. He calls him a twig, man. Twig Man, it says he probably needs a little help. So he needs to get on the juice. He pulls out the white bottle and it says Michael's Secret Stuff. Now, have (laughs) you seen that movie? Are you
1: kidding me? I've seen it probably seven times.
0: Seven times. Okay. I I I only that movie. Because I was (laughs) like, I think Space Jam came out before you were born. I wasn't sure. (laughs) I wasn't sure. Michael's Secret Stuff. It was my f- car- favorite cartoon movie for a very long time. I'm a big I Michael agree. Jordan. I'm a big Michael Jordan fan, and so Hangman says reads all the side effects, and they seem to be all the side effects that go along with steroids. And he says, "I'm not going to take it." He walks out of the pay. Uh, walks out of the screen. Comes back, and he drinks it. He drinks it all in. Michael's secret stuff. Uh so I'm really excited to see where it's going on because I don't did thi- you did you see his
1: tweet He did after the show was over?
0: No, I guess I missed that.
1: Uh, he tweeted out. he was like, so I received a letter from the bastard and he was trying to get me to do this juice. Fortunately, I'm stronger than this. I'm gonna do this seriously. I threw away the bottle and I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this uh, legitimately. Uh, but if you look in the background, uh, it's still on his table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's gonna, ha- it's hilarious. I love how they pl- uh, they go along with it. I, I it's funny because they're building up, and Hangman is in amazing shape. You know, I would Absolutely. like cl- killed for his physique, <laughs> but he's gonna have to be visibly different at the show. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're building up. He's gonna have to have like an ab. Or ripped because he's in shape, <laughs> but he's not super cut up in shape. So
1: he's gonna have like a muscle suit on. <laughs> yes, that would be it's hilarious. Be like SpongeBob, he's gonna blow himself up.
0: <laughs> that would be hilarious if that happens. No, that is awesome. Yes, I mean I didn't even think of that, but yes, if he comes out in a muscle thing, and you know, that would be funny, a little funny with the serious that is. That match, that would be great. Uh, (laughs) So um, then we get Bryce Rutherford. He announces the rules for the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, Five, they're going to start. It's completely turning Battle Royals up on their head. Uh, You're going to have five participants start. Then every three minutes, another five is going to come in until they get to 20. And then Lucky 21 will enter by himself. So, (coughs) excuse me, over the top rules, over the top rules after that. So that is very exciting. What do you think about the new rules? Uh, I mean,
1: definitely interesting. I'm very excited for it because I'm assuming like each group of five is going to be people we already know who are in the battle royal and stuff. But the thing that is on my mind, and I cannot for the life of me think of who it could be, is who's going to be lucky number 21. Is it going to be a huge surprise? Is it going to be someone we've known since the beginning who's going to be in it? Or is it someone we, that we recently found out is going to be in it? I, I just, I don't know. Because I feel like if you wanted to make it the best, you'd make it a huge surprise of who's number 21. But then in that case, it would almost be like he would have to win. If he was twenty-one, whoever it was,
0: yes, and the letters I like are M O X, as in Johnny Moxley. <laughs> I would love him to be number twenty-one. Uh, there's CM is
1: another one I think would be cool.
0: Oh, dude, you know, because you know, <laughs> he, you know, he has the uh, you know the clover leaves and stuff because he doesn't believe in luck, and to be mm-hmm. lucky, number twenty-one would definitely speak to his character. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of people it could be. You know as far as making me excited about it i I don't know if Dillinger's contract Ty Dillinger or I think he goes by Sean Spears on the Indies if his contract yeah,
1: he's runs, he's no longer in WWE, so
0: yeah i yeah I'd say I didn't know if his contract expired by then, because I would love for him to come in at ten
1: that 10, would be awesome
0: ten so definitely i'm yeah, I'm looking forward to who's in it. I'm looking forward to who's going to win it uh i'm looking forward to all of it it's like after the all-in battle royal they've kind of won me over where i care about battle royals battle, Absolutely. Ro- battle royals used to be kind of like oh, i can take my time getting to my seat kind of thing
1: i'll i'll never forget the moment with jordan gracie like oh my god that was incredible for her and just so cool to see her in there and actually get like two or three big moments that were super cool
0: Oh, dude! I, I would pop so hard if she was there. I love Jordan Grace, uh, and like I have a Jordan, I have this Jordan Grace bear hug T-shirt. I just love her so much. She's such, you know, she's so. And if you follow her on Twitter, she's one of my favorite follows because you no, know, you cannot give Jordan Grace shit. She will give it back to you Absolutely. twice as hard, and she will own you. She is owns. I think she's. I think she might single-handedly be. The reason for the most deleted Twitter accounts, like ever. <laughs> so uh, next we get SCU cuts a promo on Shima, and they announce that uh, his t- partners are T Hawk and Linderman. They are members of the Strong Hearts. They are pretty much his like two main proteges in the Strong Hearts. They defected from uh, Dragon Gate to the uh, OWE with him. So uh that is so they've been tagging up for a long time. So these are two season six man tag teams that we're going to have on and we're going to see who the best trios. SCU reminds them that uh you are going to be in their home court even though it's not Southern California. Las Vegas that day will feel like it's SCU. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. I thought I I I thought it was a really good really good promo. Because they've been having kind of fun with the whole thing, and it was like that serious moment that they do intend to try to win.
1: Yeah, for sure. I also love that Scorpio is holding a sword.
0: He was holding a what? A sword. Oh, yes, yes. He he He's ready for battle. <laughs> so, the Bucks randomly drive up on a local indie show, which is in a ring in the middle of a parking lot. And, uh... They decide to work off some ring rust. Uh, they um, they, do some, they do a montage of wrestling moves. And it looks like they was working on some kind of secret move. But Brandon Cutler started recording himself. So he missed the secret move. And they're going to break it out at the show if they get the opportunity. Now I'm really interested in what that move is. I am too. Yeah, based on the positioning, it's some kind of cool double team. And I mm-hmm. just, you know... And it's funny because on being the elite, everything they do leads up to something. So now I'm imagining it was one of the moves that they did in like their home videos. And mm-hmm. it was just, you know, because like, I saw some stuff in their home videos. I was like, I've never seen them do that. And I'm like, wonder if they're going to break out some stuff like that. So I that, have
1: a feeling they will.
0: That should be fun. Cause everything pays off. Uh, it's I'm just, just a little side note. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast about Avengers Endgame, game. And, uh, he was talking about, uh, rewarding your fans or, you know, like fan payoff. I forgot the exact term he used. And I was like that. And I was like, that is the perfect description of what the elite do. They, Absolutely. they pay you off for watching every week and being dedicated. You know, they don't make it where everything's the inside joke. But for the people that do get the inside jokes, it's like, ah. And then you get to look at your casual friend and be like, okay, this is what happened. And you get to be the smart one in the room. And you don't know. That's a good feeling when you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jericho makes a a surprise appearance in Georgia. What was this show called? The South...
1: South, I cannot remember for the life of me. But Cody was announced that he was going to be there.
0: Cody announced it was in Atlanta. And it Mm -hmm. was Southern. And it's an H. Because they called it SHW. I don't Mm -hmm. remember what the H was for. But he attacks Sunny Days. Omega shows up out of nowhere. Lights go out. And then he attacks Chris Jericho. A la Chris Jericho. He pulled a Jericho on Jericho. Local guy. Uh, attacks Kenny and takes a V trigger. V Kenny sets up for a one wing angel and gets caught, chop blocked by Jericho. A uh, Donny Brook ensues. Do you know what a Donnie Brook is?
1: Nope.
0: Yes, see now back in the day in the 70s, and eighties wrestling. I wasn't alive for the seventies part, but eighties wrestling. Anytime there was like a fracas in the ring with everybody, uh, I believe a gorilla monsoon would call it a Donnie Brook. Which Ah, I guess means like an all out fight, I guess. I don't know. I've just used Mm -hmm. it my whole life because I'm old. Um, (laughs) So we get the Bucks in the car. Kenny Omega texts him that he attacked Kirsi Jericho and calls him pathetic. He says he's now on the way to Daytona Beach, but he's hanging around with this rapper from the 2000s named Ja, and then it cuts off. So that was really for ja intrigues Rool, me <laughs> who was famous for or infamous for the Fighter Fest uh, Fyter Fest debacle so they were uh, playing on that and they just wish Kenny they wish Kenny would just watch the rest of the documentary it's on Netflix as they keep saying <laughs> it's
1: free <laughs> yes
0: uh, then a Bucks get a text and it's a ransom video
1: Oh, this killed me,
0: dude! Dude, I I like the first time I watched it. I'm at work, and I had a phone call, and I had to. I started laughing. I had to mute and pause because it was just like it's like, you don't know who we are, and you don't know why we're here. Straight Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, the Outsiders, and they say <laughs> we have demands. And once they get to the demand, they's like, "No, we just have one demand uh, <laughs> the best friends are not in the uh, uh the battle royal and uh they it um uh, clearly some guy that says he threatens they're gonna kill their family well, <laughs> you can't do that." <laughs> He said, "We're not trying to kill their family. We're just trying to get booked on the show." They got beautiful kids, and it was like, and then they then hug. They
1: started shoving each other, and the little freaking pixelated thing, like they popped out of it. You could obviously see it was Trent and Chucky.
0: And then they hug, all our best friends. It's like everything. It's like, and then uh, they so you see them from behind the blur, and they say, "Hey, that's enough." Uh. They's like best friends tag team match, not in the battle royal. And then, uh, and then, uh, Brandon Cutler and perfectly played. He's like, I don't want to spoil it for you if you don't know who they are. And they're looking but, at him like, everyone knows who they are.
1: Like, I, did you notice he kind of popped out from behind the blur? Like, I don't want to spoil it if you don't know it. But
0: <laughs> Yes, that was kind of funny. And Brandon Cutler played that well. He played that very, very well. I was uh, uh, definitely shout out to him. And uh, I thought, like, I just thought that was brilliant, and I laughed a whole lot. And that was your very long VTE recap. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, sorry, I just thought this week's episode was really good. I know. I agree. Comes-
1: and plus, uh, Road to Double or Nothing wasn't too long in comparison.
0: That is true uh we uh and uh we come it came out on monday i know most of you watched it but it was like when i watched it the second time i was like this is gold this is was a really good episode it's like because i kind of treat BTE like it's a tv show and i was like yeah. this was a really good episode it's like stuff happened in the episode uh so before we uh before we do the rest of the part, we have the big segment of the show today, and we're going to continue on our theme from last week, and we're going to discuss Starcast and uh, what we're going to especially talk about today for uh, the people that will be in Vegas and are in the Vegas area. Now, this, is this, this—if this, you Vegas is within driving area, this is stuff that's going to be at Tuscany Suites and Casinos the official hotel of StarCast. And, and they announced, I think it was last week, that everything at Tuscany's suite and Casinos will not require a golden pla- or platinum bracelet. So you just get in. You show up. You mm-hmm. can see this stuff for free. So if you're running low on money, you've got, you know bought your meet and greets, and you're like, well, I just need some stuff where I can just hang out. <laughs> this is where you're going to show up. And so... It is, yeah. It's action packed. Uh, you got you got yours up there, right?
1: Uh,
0: you got the w- p- page
1: up. Got my what? Oh, the
0: page. Yeah, yeah, I got it up. Okay, yeah. I just wanted, yeah. I'm like, so we start Thursday from ten thirty to eleven thirty. You got Frankie Kazarian's dr- uh, jam session hosted by Las Vegas's own The Godfather and uh from w- from WWE. And it's f- completely free for all. It's an open... That's the stage. That's that's the stage. So <laughs> It's called the Pro Wrestling Tees Meetup Party. Uh, so that's uh, at the stage. Everyone can come watch. Everyone can be a part of it. If you want to do something extra, they got a 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. open bar bracelet that you can buy at StarCast.com. Uh,
1: it's only available through pre-order, so you can't buy it when you get
0: there. Correct, and I believe it's thirty-nine dollars. Yep. Yep. So definitely. Uh, but if you just want to just hang out, you can come and watch Frankie, uh, Frankie and his band, right? And they all play. Uh, is Papa Buck gonna be at that one? Yes. So you'll get to see Papa Buck, and it'll just be a good time. So you get like a almost you get a first night concert basically. Absolutely. So yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Then, if you're a big fan of wrestling podcast, the rest of the like the rest of the weekend is like where it's at. So, uh, uh, do you mind taking Friday? And I I'll, do not mind at all. I'll go for it.
1: So from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., uh, there's going to be breakfast with Busted Open with hosts Mark Henry and Dave Lagreca of Busted Open, and that'll be at the Free For All stage. And I believe there's also a breakfast uh, bracelet for that, which, that is, if you want to eat, obviously, uh, you would have to pay beforehand, and that, I believe, is also $39. And then each hour from... uh, Each hour from... uh, I I gotta check this so I can see... Yeah, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the Viceland Theater, there's going to be Dark Side of the Ring screening. So... Basically, the whole Land series of Dark Side of the Ring will be playing in this theater, and each hour there'll be a new one playing, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, from 11.30 to 12.30, uh, the first podcast of the day is What Culture Wrestling, which I believe is uh, Phil, Simon, I don't know who else is going to be there, but there's, there's more um, oh, that oh. will probably be there.
0: Hopefully, the Bullet Club doesn't beat them up.
1: Yeah, because hopefully. (laughs) But um, right after that, uh, like about a half hour after that, from 1 to 2 p.m., is Cultaholic Live with Ross, Jack, and Sam, who are actually very good friends of mine. Um, uh, And then after that, from 2.30 to 3.30, they're going to have Wrestling Inc.'s Pro Wrestling Journalism panel, and Hoot Nanny, I think that's what that word is, hosted by Nick Haussman. I have no clue about this show, so I can't say anything witty about it. Um, from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., uh, straight shoeing with Stevie Ray and Ernest Miller, who I believe those are both uh, uh, former WWE superstars, aren't uh,
0: they? I think Ernest was just, Ernest the Cat Miller was just WCW. I don't remember. If he had a WWE rem- run, I don't remember it, and that's pretty sad. And it, But, yeah, Stevie Ray, that's Book of Brothers. So, there you go.
1: Ah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, from 5.30, I think that's supposed to say p.m., until 6.30 p.m., uh, Two Dope Smarks will be having their live show. From seven pm to eight pm, there will be the Rock and Wrestling podcast hosted by Nick, who I have met—very nice man. Uh, he does a very good show as well. And then from ten thirty pm to eleven thirty pm, we've got Starcast Karaoke hosted by Bill Apter. Now it's no Marty Skrull, but it's still karaoke, so it should still be fun. And there's also an open bar bracelet from ten pm to midnight on Friday night as well which again is all for alcohol and such for these next for the next uh one as well from 11 p.m. to midnight get high and watch wrestling with Sean Waltman and Ron F- Funches in the Viceland Theater now that would definitely be interesting
0: <laughs> yes because i like to point out again uh marijuana use is legal in las vegas it is yes yes so <laughs> Uh, yeah. So getting high and watch wrestling. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, so yeah, that looks I mean, you got a solid day there. I'm like, uh, even the dark side of the ring screenings, you can just catch it at any point in time. Uh, you know, Stevie Ray and Ernest Cat Miller. So, you know, these people are going to be walking off and getting on stage. So, you know, you might not be able to get a picture, but you can handshake and say hi to some of your wrestlers from the past. And that's all free. That's the free part Mm -hmm. of it. So that's a good deal. And then Saturday, Saturday with from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. We have the superstars of wrestling breakfast. And I believe you could just go to the event. But if you want to eat breakfast, you would have to pay for that on StarCast.com. Then you get uh, from uh, that's from 8 to 9. And that's in the lounge I don't see what's that say. Can I? I
1: think see? that's Wrestling Observer.
0: Wrestling Observer Lounge, and then from at the around the same time eight thirty to nine thirty, you get total engagement with Matt Coon on the Podcast Movement stage. Matt, is, I don't,
1: I honestly don't know if that's true anymore because I saw him uh, tweet out that due to unforeseen circumstances, that show won't be happening. So there may be a different show going on then. I don't know though
0: womp. That is sad. Uh, Matt mm-hmm. is very fun. Uh, Matt is uh, I, he's a very good follow on Twitter. I find him. Inter- I find what he has to say always interesting. And you got from eight thirty to two p.m. You'll get the dark side of the ring screenings, and that's in the Iceland Theater. From ten a.m. to one p.m., you'll get double or nothing DDP yoga workshop. I kind of want to go to that. Kind of want to go to that, but that's exercise, <laughs> and I'm allergic.
1: Yeah, to it. exercise is not my forte.
0: Yeah, I'm allergic to exercise. Every time <laughs> I do it, I get really tired and I sweat. It's really, yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, and uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., we got wrestle crap with Artie Reynolds. I am not familiar with that show. Uh,
1: he was at StarCast um, uh, last year. And he was the one that had all the like, um, uh, oh god, what was it like? Props from WWE events and stuff. So like, there was the Katie Vick uh, thing, and then there was the Gobbledygooker's head and stuff like that. And he he does like a podcast. Which Wrestle Wrestle Crap is that podcast? And apparently, he's gonna have uh, the Blue Meanie and Matthew from Botchamania on that show. So that should be fun.
0: And if you y'all haven't noticed, Sydney knows everyone and everything. I love
1: that.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, I
1: watch Twitter.
0: <laughs> yes, you watch the Twitter. Uh then uh from eleven thirty AM to twelve uh thirty PM we got after mags with Bill uh after on the podcast movement stage. And last but not least for that day from one to two PM, uh sporting news D A Z N. When Andre it's
1: supposed to
0: be Dazin. with Andreas Hills on the podcast movement stage. Events end at 2 o'clock that day because everything shuts down for Double or Nothing. Uh, the show starts at 4 p.m. So, of course, StarCast is in conjunction. I mean, they're not the same company as uh, AEW, but they work in conjunction. So they will shut down all events so everybody can get over to uh, MGM Grand Uh, so they can watch the StarCast event. And then Sunday, 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 you can have breakfast with the bad boy. Joey Janela Spring Breakfast hosted by Joey Janela. And I'm guessing if you actually want to eat, gotta go buy a meal. Right?
1: Yeah, you have to buy the breakfast uh, bracelet for this. And also... If you end up doing the after party, this is six hours after that. So if you if you want to sleep after the after party, you will have six hours. If you want to do this as well,
0: yes, they are uh, they are giving you stuff to do whether you like to sleep or not. <laughs> yes, so uh, definitely uh, that is that is. I uh, I just clicked off my screen for a second. Then 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. we get the laps fan on uh the podcast movement stage. I'm hoping after AEW comes out, there are no more laps fans. But that is actually I've heard that podcast a couple times and I thought that was mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty decent. Uh yeah. and then uh ten a.m. to four PM, there's your dark side of the ring screenings. I mean, like seriously, if you if you get past this weekend And you say you're bored and you haven't seen every episode of Dark Side of the Ring. I can be like, you're not trying very hard because they are playing a lot. And then 11 Mm. and 12, we got going in raw with Steven Larson.
1: Yep. We met Steven Larson. Uh, Very nice. Very nice men. Uh, Very. uh, We very much enjoy their show. Uh, and we actually interviewed them for our podcast, which was very cool.
0: See, I'm just going to follow you around and get to know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> then from 1230 to 130, we got Fight Boys with Scotty Moore. And then uh, 2 to 3, there's something being announced from 2 to 3. Don't know what yeah. that is.
1: I, I don't know if they like announced it later or what. I
0: don't know. Keep going. All right. 3.30 <laughs> to 4.30 Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. They're back. Uh, so you'll get to enjoy them again with Matthew, Jack, and Ross. Mm-hmm. And then 6 to 8, we got the Starcast Rap Party, Free Fall, and Open Bar Bracelets on sale. Now... That Sunday night, I actually leave Monday morning to come back home, so I will not be getting the open bar bracelet for that one.
1: I leave Tuesday.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. If I flew... So I'll
1: have an extra day.
0: If I flew, I would have left Tuesday, but since I'm driving, I have to leave Monday.
1: Ah, uh, I get that. Because we're flying.
0: Because you're cool and stuff. <laughs> no, uh, no uh i do love road trips that that is it is i wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure it is one of those sick things that everybody hates that i love i love long long road trips uh, so that is i like seeing different places I, I like the music i like the conversation that goes on i like catching up on podcasts and those are all things you can do while you're driving an excessive amount of miles. <laughs> but those were your free StarCast events. And I apologize if we sound like a StarCast commercial over the last two weeks, but when there's no wrestling going on, you fill the show with what you can. And so uh, given, <laughs> giving people that are might not know everything that's going on, some people are going, they probably that on don't live on Twitter, And they might not know about the free options that they have because there's a lot of opportunities to spend money in Las Vegas. Now you'll have some opportunities to get some free stuff, which I definitely thank the people from StarCast from. We were just talking about how awesome they are when you're a customer of them. And I imagine how awesome they are to work with. They try, they definitely try to feel your fan experience. I'm just like, who gives this? This is free to the public. You know, all of this is free to the public. You know, you Absolutely. you're not. I mean, uh, with other companies, because I'm not speaking disparaging of them, it, it feels like everything's a money grab. You wouldn't get basically three days worth of free stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't afford the gold bracelet or platinum bracelet or whatever, and you're in time for double or nothing. You can go hang out, and there's going to be a community of wrestling fans at all of these events. Just mm-hmm. hanging out. So, that'll be fun. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited uh, because I, I definitely think I want to make it to, uh, out of all those, the one I'm... I want to go to the What Culture Wrestling thing because uh, Tama and uh, Tangaloa and Haku are in town. Think some might go down, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm gonna be um, there just to see.
1: You know, I was at the block party, and um, yeah. honestly, most of uh, most of the uh, footage used uh, from uh, what culture and stuff, obviously, given access to use it from my brother. Uh, my brother did record it, so <laughs> so it's his, his footage has kind of been getting famous from uh him recording uh the beginning of the debacle that happened at the bullet club block party uh which also that was very fun uh but yeah i mean they'll be in town i don't know if they have meet and greets on friday but i do know they have meet and greets saturday morning
0: yeah yeah because ain't nobody really than gorilla so just you need to know that ain't nobody really than gorilla and then, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that one. Straight shooting with Stevie Ray and Ernest Miller. I don't, if I don't have anything going on, then I will definitely be at that. The only thing is on Friday I will be mostly at uh, Caesars. So try, start trying to get back for any of this stuff would be kind of weird. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited for all these. I think I'm going to do the spring breakfast because I like breakfast. And uh, yeah, I'm a big <laughs> breakfast person, and uh, Superstars of Wrestling breakfast, I might do. That's a that's a strong maybe. So I'm looking forward to all of these things. So everybody, you can definitely go to starcast.com to check it out. You can go to Starcast. Uh, it's at Starcast Events on Twitter. Uh, you can go to all those, and if you can't make it, you can watch most of the things that are happening in Caesars. On Fight TV, and I believe it's fifty nine ninety nine. Correct? Yep. So yeah, and you'll be part of the online community of people watching hashtag Starcast on Fight hashtag Starcast. Whatever you want to do, there'll be an online community watching it. So you know, definitely looking out for the people that can't make it either, because unfortunately, life does happen, and it does not stop for wrestling. It should, but it does not stop for (laughs) wrestling. (laughs) so we had a couple of signings announced this week and helico and uh jack evans they were both on lucha underground uh in helico the first place i saw him was on progress i was uh, a big fan of i saw him wrestle on progress uh i believe it was in some i think it was like a super strong style 16 and I just thought he was freaking amazing. And I was I'm a big fan. And he's from South Africa. And he's a really, really good looking dude. Really good looking dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, ma'am?
1: Uh well I've never seen uh I, I never saw him in Lucha Underground and I never really I, I, I don't watch much progress, which is mainly just because I don't have time. Um, but, uh, but I like, he seems like from the stuff I have seen online, he seems like he's really good. Um, I agree. He is definitely good looking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't really say much cause I haven't seen much, but I'm very excited for what this holds. And also this adds another tag team to AEW's belt.
0: Yeah, definitely building the best tag team division in the world. Uh, Jack Evans is a freak of nature, athletic freak. I mean, seriously, Osprey, Ricochet—they get the pub. Jack Evans is right there with them as far as being <laughs> an athlete. Go on YouTube and just put in Jack Evans, and then just be impressed. I every time I watch him, he's just definitely impressive, and he does things that you know normal people shouldn't be able to do. So uh, there you go. They're super athletic guys. Very excited that they are with AEW. We also announced that Jerry Lynn signed as coach. As coach, Jerry Lynn, I think coach is gonna kind of be an agent role in all elite. As in, uh, you know, you know, wrestlers are gonna put together their matches, but they need a little help, maybe help with two people working different styles. I think that's where Jerry Lynn is gonna uh come in. Uh they got a nice staff. I think he'll behind.
1: also be I think he'll also be like a legitimate coach.
0: Like, like training training
1: and stuff. Interesting.
0: Yeah. That would be cool. Everyone loves Jerry Lynn. If you don't like yeah. Jerry Lynn, you probably should look inside. Because <laughs> not very many wrestlers you can say that about. That no one has anything bad to say about them. Everyone loves Jerry Lynn. And mm-hmm. then Rick Knox got hired as a referee.
1: Did you hear the uh, match he's going to be refereeing? No. He's refereeing Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is,
0: yeah. I I, I keep just thinking of how amazing that match is going to be. They're it's going
1: to be so good.
0: They're going to tear that house down. And then we had Rumored Talent. Uh, from uh, Neil Dashwood the reason this came up as a rumor is the ITV the ITV box office had uh, they were signed they literally started following everybody from the elite on the roster and the elite and then they uh, followed Neil Dashwood and then from what I understand mm. someone pointed it out and then they unfollowed her like oh. hey like you were spoiling this. So and Tanil Dashwood did announce that she signed you know, finished up with R.O.H. They've actually even wrote her off the show, wrote her out of lifeblood. So that being said, it looks like Tanil is all elite.
1: I really want that. I love her. I,
0: I love her. I love her. I love her. I think she's very talented. I think she adds a bigger name to the women's division, uh, which is awesome. Uh, you know, I like and like I say, if you gave me my dream list, I mean she's in that top list right with Tessa Bletcher and Jordan Grace. I really want mm-hmm. them. You know, I, I just think the women's division they can really, really build up. Uh I also I I don't know how familiar with her. I would also love me some Session Martha Martina to
1: uh Oh yeah, <laughs> she's gonna actually be a star cast, I think.
0: <coughs> she's freaking awesome. She's like this party character, and it's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. We all already announced T-Hawk and Linderman will be uh, partnering with Shima, but just had it in my notes. And last big news that is AEW adjacent. Uh, Chris Jericho has, a, uh, has always announced that he has a clause in his contract that he can work with New Japan when the time comes. At one of their shows last week. Chris Jericho after Okada beat Sonata uh, video showed up and it looks like Jericho is going to be fighting Okada June 9th at Dominion. Great thing about that is June 9th is my June 9th is the day before my birthday. So it's kind of. Yeah, it's like a cool thing that Dominion happens always around my birthday now. So, that's awesome that is awesome so i'll be watching that show live chris jericho versus akata we're also on that show getting abushi versus naito i know this is not a new japan show but those matches are going to be amazing we're we are wrestling fans and hopefully hopefully this leads to more new japan and aew working together in the future I just think this is a part. I, I I truly believe this is just a part of Chris Jericho's contract. But I this, I
1: agree.
0: But if this could lead to something more, I'm I'm like for
1: sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna turn that down. Cause for <laughs> me, for me, I know sometimes you don't get payoffs in wrestling, but I still want my Bullet Club versus Elite War.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: never got it. it. It 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 never scratched that itch, and I need that itch scratched. So yeah. Alright. Well, so yeah, that is like the news and the signings. Did I miss anything? Did you 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 are Mrs. Twitter. You you keep up with the news. <laughs> Did I miss anything there?
1: I don't think you missed anything.
0: Well that is awesome that I didn't miss anything. So we both watched uh we both watched Dope or Nothing. Uh what'd you think of this week's episode?
1: I thought it was good. Uh very, very interesting and definitely um Definitely, uh, we learned, we found out more stuff and got to see some cool stuff along with it. Um, and uh, and yeah, I'm really happy about most, I, I'm happy about the announcements that were made on it. Great. Right.
0: So we got the disrespectful Chris Jericho sitting at Cody's desk. And I added disrespectful because you don't disrespect <laughs> Cody. Uh, Jericho is at his desk. Uh, Michael Kalari tells uh, uh, Cody that he's already in there. Jericho's sitting on the desk, f- flipping through the children's book with his feet up. So disrespectful. Cody gets immediately angry. Extremely. Yeah, like immediately angry. Like, I'm glad you made yourself comfortable. And then Jericho does this thing. He made the company legit. Everyone should thank Jericho. The reason, you know, The reason this whole thing exists is because of Jericho. And it's funny. (coughs) Jericho's so good because he's taking a lot of real thoughts, you know, and playing them up in a wrestling way, which is always better. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's been watching Do Double Nothing, and BTE, and he feels like they're making a mockery of them. He said Dusty promised him a push in Grand Rapids, South Dakota, a very specific city. And that never did. And after he beats, uh, uh, he after he beats Kenny, he wants a public thank you. Uh, Cody gives him says none of that matters. He doesn't know what Dusty promised him. He thanks him and says, you know, here's a thank you from me to you. And he said, this wasn't worth it. Get your shit and get the fuck out of my office. And Jericho says, uh, uh, sh- uh, uh, got it, boss. So, as Jericho's being walked out to his car by Michael Kallari, he attacks him. And then, on his way to the car, and then he does the most disrespectful thing to Michael you can do. He takes a bite of his apple.
1: How dare he?
0: And then throws it on him. Because, you know, Michael's not Michael without his apple in his hand. And he t- yeah. that's like, seriously. That's like taking Thor's hammer. <laughs> taking Michael's apple. What is going on? So, uh, yeah, what did (laughs) you think of this segment?
1: (coughs) Uh, It honestly makes me think we're going to see Cody versus Jericho in the future, 100%.
0: Absolutely. I am looking forward to that match. They both have similar storytelling styles when they wrestle. So I think think they got a good program uh, set up and, you know, Cody, Cody and Jericho is going to tear it down, you know, if they, when that absolutely happens. So we go back to poolside with Penelope Brit, and Brandy. This is continuing from BTE, and they are doing a photo shoot. No real storyline progression. They're just a bunch of really attractive women taking pictures in bikinis. I didn't miss anything, did I?
1: <laughs> i don't think he yeah, did i was
0: gonna say i might have i mean they might have been talking i'm sorry
1: uh, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm confused don't be confused uh I, I am a guy sorry uh you're fine no uh no but that, now that was that yeah it was like a really weird just pull side taking pictures it just i was like okay cool and uh uh park is delivered a program uh uh this is a promo And he calls Hangman a mossy stone. And he says he, because it says a rolling stone gathers no moss. And he says he's a mossy stone, as in he hasn't been doing shit. And uh, Mm -hmm. Pac's been wrestling around the world against the best. And he is undefeated in his 20 months, over 20 months. And he says he's been traveling the world beating people. And he is pound for pound the best in the world. What makes Pac, uh, What makes Hangman think he can beat him? I thought this was a very solid heel promo.
1: Pac is very good at heel promos.
0: Now, it's funny because, you know, WWE fan. So I'm thinking back to NXT and then they debut him on the main roster. And he's wearing a cape and he's this lovable face. Who thought this was hiding in him? Who th- who would have thought that this was in him? Because I know this was the character he played in WWE the, like the year before he left, but it was he's just so good at it. It's like, Absolutely. why hasn't this been you the whole time? It's like, mm-hmm. he's so good at it. So we're looking forward to Hangman and Pac. I, I, like I said, I'm still waiting. I mean, we got a few weeks, a couple weeks. So they'll m- announce whether it's for the title or not sometime in there, I take it. Mhm. Uh Cody comes to Southern Honor Wrestling. It's in my notes. Southern Honor <laughs> Wrestling. Uh he has Pharaoh. He brings him in the ring and he lets the leash go. And Pharaoh's a good dog. He's just sitting there, but I think the noise <laughs> and everything gets to him cuz he bounces.
1: I love how he like he kind of like he like burrowed under like kind of just like he went like he like crouched down and then went under the ropes.
0: Yep. He's like, I'm out this bitch. This is too much going on.
1: Pharaoh, <laughs> <Farrow>, come back. <laughs> yes.
0: And Cody tried to get him to come back and he calls Pharaoh a heel. Uh he announces Dustin Thomas as a participant in a casino battle royale. Uh we get a uh we get a promo video on Dustin Thomas. He has no legs, but he was born that way. Uh, so he's dealt with this his whole life. He was an athlete in high school. He, uh, wrestled and he decided he wanted to pro wrestle and he never, he thought it was going to be like a weekend thing. He never thought he was going to get a shot and he's very happy to get a shot. I just think this is <coughs> incredible, incredible. You know, I, rem- I remember m- for me, it was, uh, I remember Zach Gowen side with the WWE and he had one leg. But this mm-hmm. guy has no legs and he's working and I just think that is crazy and kind of inspirational and it kind of makes me feel really lazy.
1: And and like for the whole thing with him is that I like they showed like little footage of his work and holy crap, he's better than some people with two legs. Like it's insane how good he seems to be like from the footage that we saw. And it just makes me so happy. It's like a heartwarming story that someone, like, kind of just a way to make you make you realize, really, AEW is for everyone. This guy has no legs, but we know he's elite. We know he has the talent. Like, that is inspirational and heartwarming, and it just makes me support AEW even more.
0: So, whoever eliminates him is going to be a heel. Yes. <laughs> So, MJF. I just going say, I feel like that's the only person that can eliminate him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, God, you want some heel heat, eliminate the guy with no legs.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: they're going to hate you no matter what. That is crazy. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. Then we get the rules of the Casino Battle Royale as explained by the American Nightmare. So, each one of the 21 participants is going to be dealt a card. I'm guessing there's only going to be 21 cards. Uh, uh, There'll be the hearts, the diamonds, the spades, and the clubs. And each group of five will come in based on their suit. After all 20 people in there, one lucky guy who pulls the Joker... We'll be lucky number 21, and we'll enter last. After that, it is over-the-top battle, Ro- uh, over battle royal rules. And the winner gets, from what I understand, the first shot at the newly crowned AEW world yes. champion. W- I mean, I just like, when he explained it like this, I think it was a better explanation than in uh, BTE. It was just amazing. And I'm excited for it. I just like that's the whole thing with wrestling is like it's this fictional world of storytelling. And you wonder why more chances aren't taking why they you know, why people don't change the rules even more. I mean, Mm -hmm. some some crap doesn't work. Like there was this thing called a reverse battle royal and it sucked. Oh, you know, uh,
1: I know about
0: that. Yeah, but you know what? You take your shot. You know, you're like, okay, that wasn't good. You acknowledge it wasn't good, and then you try something else the next time. You know, so I just like that mm-hmm. they're trying something different, and they built up a cachet. They built up some respect from them. How amazing the regular all in battle royal was! So, mm-hmm. <coughs> I am looking forward to this battle royal. Uh, As am I. And, uh, last you get Kenny Omega, uh, Kenny Omega, uh, that was the Donny Brook. We saw that from the beginning and then Kenny Omega's cutting a, a promo and he says goodbye and good night. Bang. I am very excited for him. Uh, him at his match versus Jericho is just, those are two masters of this, and they I, and you know what I actually had the problem and I will say I have had very few problems with AEW I had had the problem that I didn't feel like Jericho and Kenny Omega was being built up enough for the new audience Mhm. They don't I was like they don't know why Jericho and Kenny Omega don't like each other. And I think this week did and I think it'll build up over the next couple weeks. I think they did a great job of setting it and letting new fans know that Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho just don't like each other.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I have to say, that's probably the only match where I legitimately do not know who's going to win. Like, it's very possible Kenny could win. It's very possible Jericho could win. But, like, there's no, like, oh, for sure this person's going to win because obviously that needs to happen in order for it to succeed. This is one that's literally like it could go either way,
0: yeah, and you know, all I mean, Omega's obviously the ace of the company, you know, he's the best you know wrestler in the world, and but Jericho is the biggest name in the company, and it's like, mm-hmm. and if the crazy thing is they're giving this match to you the first night, so it's going to set a pace for what this sh- what this show is going to be who the top draws are going to be. It's like, that's what I'm like when people it's like wrestling's too predictable, you know, you, you got this new brand that you're not going to be able to predict anything because you don't know which way they're going. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Jericho winning makes sense. He's the biggest name in the company. Kenny Omega winning makes sense. He's the best wrestler in the company. I don't know if we're, I mean, you know, we may get a clean finish. We may not. I'm looking forward to all of it, whatever they decide to present. But since I have covered BT, I believe that's it. Do you have anything else for us?
1: I don't think so. I think we've said everything that we could say that's happened the past week.
0: Yes, when uh, there is no wrestling, you do what you can. Uh yeah, but there was a, a lot of news, a lot of big news this week. Uh we're looking forward to what we get to talk about. Next week, again Naomi will be on next week. Uh we'll be closer to double nothing. We might uh go through some of the matches and through some of the options with the bracelet at Starcast, but we'll talk about that and then we'll k- bring everything to you. So Sydney, thank you for sh- uh showing up for me today. I know You had finals last week, and school's over now, right? Yep. You excited for your summer break? Very
1: excited.
0: uh, Other than uh, Double or Nothing, got any big plans?
1: Uh, Well, this weekend I'm going to a Ring of Honor event. I'm going to the Grand Rapids War of the World show, which should be a blast. Um, I'm going to have, like basically a summer internship but it's basically it's actually a volunteer thing but i'm going to be doing that three days a week uh which should be should be fun because i get to work with animals and i love animals and then in july i believe i'm going to uh tampa and i'm going to be doing a bush garden summer camp for two weeks where i'll be able to work alongside a zookeeper for one week and a vet for the next week. And I'm going to be with one of my best friends.
0: Well, that is awesome. Well, the social suplex is based out of Tampa. That's where, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy and the boys all live. I, uh, live for the most part. So that's kind of cool. Maybe able to wave high at them. And when you're there, uh, um,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like, I haven't looked forward to, to summer in a very long time it's like once you get old it's just all blends together you just notice when it's hot and when it's cold so whatever but this summer i'm getting married so yay so every, every i've talked about that at nauseum. uh but uh yeah very excited about that so uh countdown to down to uh marriage is on on its way uh, so, uh, definitely looking forward to that. So, i like to thank everyone that took a moment, a second to listen to this show. Uh, we definitely take constructive criticism. So, if you want to hit us on, on Twitter, at AT Elite Pod, that's AT Elite Pod on Twitter, and give us any feedback you have. Follow the social suplex on all your podcast networks. Leave us five star reviews. And then, you know, tell me how amazing I am if you want to. And tell me how much (laughs) you love Sydney and how much he knows everyone. So, uh, no, but uh, yeah, tell us everything. If you have any questions, comments, any ways we can improve, I definitely will always listen because, you know what? You know, every day you're trying to get better. So, for Sydney, this is Floyd. And I say, whether it's Work, school at home, always do your best to be elite.